From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part three in our series, Out of Your Comfort Zone. Today, we're talking about sex and why talking about it can be uncomfortable. And there's a quote from Sue Johansson who said, sex is perfectly natural. It's something that's pleasurable. It's something that is enjoyable and it enhances a relationship. So why don't we learn as much as we can about it and become comfortable with ourselves as sexual human beings because we are all sexual? Hmm. And yet there's this really uncomfortable place when it comes to talking about our sexual intimacy. And as we're talking in the series about getting out of your comfort zone, we're going to be addressing that in today's show. Yes. But you all know that we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. It's an opportunity for you to hear about other couples having breakthrough. And this hug comes from a comment that we received in the most recent uh, five-day intimacy challenge. This wife says, I promise, all capital letters, You all opened our eyes on so many levels. There are so many things that we feel are life-changing that you, your amazing husband, and this wonderful group have allowed us to be awakened to. Thanks to everyone that has shared their sensitive details that are often time-locked inside and left to fester because sharing those experiences have helped us communicate intensely together, just knowing that there are others like us. We are not alone in this game of life and relationships. I've often had conversations with friends and family in my African-American culture regarding these very issues that are being discussed. And out of certain stigmas in our heritage, the wants, needs, and desires have gotten swept under the rug out of fear of these topics. No matter the race, we all share the common goal and need to have the wants, needs, and desires reciprocated by someone that we have those same feelings for. Now I know to refer those who want more out of love than mediocrity to your podcast videos, books, and seminars. Thank you to everyone that has made this a wonderful and mm. life-changing experience. I love it. I oh love it. I gosh. love it. Oh my gosh. You know, and you know, what's so great, and I didn't even realize that when I added her hug into the show, is that she talked about the fact that sex and sexual intimacy doesn't matter, you know, color, your skin, what your culture is, that there are these stigmas. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to be addressing in today's show because this whole series that we're doing out of your comfort zone, it's, t- it's looking at the five intimacies mm-hmm. that Tony and I have been talking about for the last 10 and a half years and addressing those areas where we ourselves have gotten into a comfort zone, where we've seen couples in the one family be in a comfort zone and saying, hold on a second. Extraordinary couples do not just live in the comfort zone. They're willing to step out and say, you know what? We're going to do this a little differently Mm -hmm. because we want different results. We don't want the status quo. We don't want to be like everybody else having a mediocre marriage. You all want extraordinary marriages. It's why you're here. So, you know, in this series, in week one, we jumped into emotional intimacy because it really does drive all the rest of them. And we talked about the importance of having a feedback loop. Mm Mm-hmm. In our marriage. I mean, that's something that you have, like I said, in that show, you know, as we talked about it, you get feedback in virtually every other area of your life. And yet in marriage, we kind of shy away from it, Mm -hmm. but it's most critical here. 
to the healthier marriage. Last week, we were talking about financial intimacy and what it looks like not to just be talking about budgets and cash flow plans and credit card statements and things like that, but to actually do it differently by creating that shared vision mm. of where you, the, the life that the two of you want to create so that you can get on the same page and more importantly, be on the same team when it comes to finances. And so this week, you know, Tony mentioned it from the top of the show that hug chimed right in with it. We're, we're headed to the bedroom. You guys, we are talking about all that's uncomfortable when it comes to talking about your sexual intimacy. You know, those awkward conversations, that, that feeling of, you know, well, like I was taught not to talk about sex. Here's my thing with this, with this episode, and I hope you, you take something out of it. You hear Lisa and I talk about sex a lot. I mean, our tagline is sex, love, and commitment. It's right at the top of the show. And yet we want you from, from this episode specifically is to not just listen. Mm. You, you need to take this uncomfortable conversation. If it is uncomfortable for you and maybe there, maybe you're open about your sexual intimacy and yet there, there might be an area where you do still feel uncomfortable. It may be about, you know, oral sex. It, it may be about leaving the lights on while having sex. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be the penetration, the position, the foreplay, all of that. My hope and my prayer is that you take this and you step out boldly and you get out of your comfort zone to go, you know what? This has been sitting here. I am going to bring it up to my spouse. Well, and one of the things I want to say is the fact that Tony and I are comfortable talking about sex has come from talking about sex for 10 and a half years behind these microphones. And it started with one step. It started with one conversation. It started with, hey, I'd like for us to discuss our sexual intimacy more. That's where it started. And so, because I, I know sometimes just as you brought this up and we'll jump into the show in just a sec, but you know, a lot of people look and I've heard it. I've had people tell me this. Oh, well, the way you and Tony talk about it, it's called practice. You guys, mm-hmm. we still have areas of our marriage and our sexual intimacy that are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. We just keep practicing this because our reality. And I think the reality is for a lot of people is that, you know, we were taught that sex is not something that you talk about right? We have parents that aren't comfortable talking about sex, which means that, you know, like our parents' generation, not comfortable talking about sexual intimacy with us kids, which means that for a lot of us, we grew up in homes where it wasn't discussed. And then we got married and we were supposed to, or, you know, had sex before marriage or whatever. And you're just supposed to figure it out. And I do want to say this as well. There are some of you, and maybe a number of you, whose parents were open Mm -hmm. with you. They were totally okay with Hey, talking about sexuality and all of that with you. And yet you're married to your spouse who's on the up, the other opposite end of it. Mm-hmm. It was never talked about. And so we understand that as well. Right. That th- there are those of you who are like, well, what do you mean? My parents talked about it to me all the time. I have no problem. And, yet, and yet your spouse never had those conversations. Mm-hmm. And so they're feeling inadequate. They're feeling like they're less than they didn't, they don't understand it. They, they, that messaging they were taught for so long. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, we, we want as a spouse, we want them to just forget about it. Don't worry about it. Cause you're going to love them. You're there for them and you're going to hold them through thick and thin. And yes, you are. 
And yet the messaging that we hear from those that we looked up to in those formative years can still hold us back at times. Absolutely. I mean, you know, think of all of the funny terms or the slang terms that are used to describe body parts, mm. which does nothing to to help us, but you know, totally kind of creates this place of awkwardness or embarrassment or just minimizing how our bodies are made and what they do. Right. So you have that. There are jokes about sex. There are all the innuendos. And at the end of the day, for a lot of couples, there's this awkward moment because we're married and we're supposed to be having sex and we should be able to you know, talk about everything. Right. Because because we're married. And yet there are these questions of how do I bring it up and what do I say to not make it be uncomfortable and how do I share what I want? And, you know, oh, is this going to be really awkward and make us not have sex? You know, so there are all these thoughts mm. that are robbing us as couples, because we stay in this comfort zone of going, okay, well, this is just one of those things we don't talk about. And yet we have to, right? And it's an interesting thing, even at preparing for the show. Um, you know, I started thinking back, I'm like, okay, what was that like for me growing up? What was the, the, the conversations around sexual intimacy? And we've shared countless times on this show that, you know, my parents didn't talk about it. Tony's dad said, don't get a girl pregnant. And this is the first time I, that I think I've ever shared on the show, actually my first sexual experience. And I'm not going to go into what that was specifically, but here, here was the thing because I didn't have language around it. It was a situation where I got drunk with my boyfriend at the time. And like, I, like I remember being intimate with him. So this was not a rape situation. Right. But I went back to my sorority. Well, when you say intimate, you, you, you had remember, sex, we, you had sex, or we had penetration. Sex. Right. But, but I wasn't a hundred percent there and that's not his fault. This was not a rape situation. I want to be very, very clear with that. But I was sitting around talking with my sorority sisters. I can picture it to this day where I was like, I'm like, I'm bleeding. What's that about? You know, I'd read about a ripped hymen, but I didn't know that that had actually like, that was a thing, you know, just kind of one of those things you think you read about. And I remember sitting around you guys with my two sorority sisters in our bedroom at the house and I remember pulling out the dictionary to look up the definition of sexual intercourse to determine if that had happened. That's how sheltered and bubbled I was and how little of a conversation mm. that was in my life. And I share that because as I was preparing for the show, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like that was my first, first, first sexual encounter. And first time I realized that I did not have language, that it was awkward, and that I didn't even know what what had happened. And again, there is no blame on the young man. Like I, I just want to be real clear. I know in today's day and age, it's a sensitive thing to you know talk about alcohol and drinking. But that was my world, mm -hmm. right? And, and you know, I would sit around with girlfriends, and we'd kind of be talking about sex and things like that. But I wonder how many other girls had that lack of vocabulary, that lack of the, the skill, and that it was just awkward and we were kind of repeating what we'd seen on movies or in TV or you know, even had experiences with boyfriends, but we still didn't really have the ability to then be in you know, a relationship, in a marriage, and have vocabulary where it wasn't awkward between husband and wife. Because I didn't have a clue, you guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a clue. And I don't even know that you and I have actually ever shared that. Like we've ever really had a conversation around that. Mm, I think we have. I, I don't remember all the details about that sort of stuff. I know, you know, there was a point in time when we were, we were, we were starting this journey together 
And we wanted to share those experiences Mm -hmm. because we both had sex prior to marriage with other folks. We had sex together prior to marriage. Mm -hmm. And I remember us having those conversations and and just sharing what was that like for us. Uh, For Elise and I, that was okay. You know what I mean? There was no, there's no heart. There's no ill will. There's no harboring of offense or being upset that she had, for me personally, that she had sex before marriage. And it was more of a, a learning of one another of where we were and where we came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for for me, it was liberating and understanding that, okay, that that's what it was. But yeah, I mean, we've, we've had those conversations. I mean, I've shared, you know, my first time with you and, and mm-hmm. other times. So. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting place as we're in this series on the comfort zone because, you know, some of this goes back to, you know, where did you learn mm-hmm. to talk about sex? What, what were those conversations like? You can, know, can I say, hold on real quick before we move forward. I, I do want to say though, in, in all that Elise and I have learned in all our age, in all our years of being married, I would highly suggest if you can wait yes. to have sex with your spouse to after marriage, you're going to be better off. It, you just are. We've seen it ourselves, emotionally lacking, um, sexually lacking, uh, in, in the sense of being able to understand all that comes with it. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot. Sexual intimacy is something absolutely beautiful. And I think, you know, when I was younger, I just saw it as a release. And, and that carried over into my marriage. Even Elise and I having sex prior to marriage, it, it wasn't what we always dreamed it would be mm-hmm. and what it is today. Like today, the sexual, the sex we have is what I, I always thought it would be. That, that deep connection, that oneness that we become in that moment because this is only, this is only something that we do together. Um, and so that's what, you know, we, we teach our kids and we share with our kids why, and we share that what we did before is us, we, we learned, and this is what we would hope and pray that you would think about and do kids become adults, right? Kids become their, their, their own. They have their own ideals. They have their, their own way. All I can do as their parent is that be there beside them, be the guiding light speak into them at some point in time, they're going to move on just like you may have done prior to getting married yourself. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's why we have to have these conversations. That's why we have to get out of our comfort zone because you know, right now we're in a place and it's still happening where we aren't equipping as a society, we aren't equipping those that are getting married who have been married to, to talk about this area, like collectively the one family is like, let me be real clear. You all are, you know, you're becoming a movement of couples that are like, hold on a second. And, you know, getting to this place where you can talk about intimacy, stepping out of your comfort zone. And we had the sweetest conversation with a couple the other night talking about that when they got married, they had the one podcast as, and, and us as friends as, you know, this resource. Mm-hmm. They were they were talking to another couple about, you know, who've been married about the same amount of time and, and just talking about the differences and like what that early season was like. And they shared with us that we were so grateful that we had the one podcast because it allowed us to talk about sex. We were we were in this place where we understood the importance of it. And so, you know, we want to talk about what what this is looking like in the one family. We want to talk about, you know, how to get out of the comfort zone, but we're going to do all of that right after this word from our sponsor. So 
recently we did a poll on IG stories asking who is more uncomfortable talking about sex in your marriage. And 58% of you said that the wife is. Okay. And you know, I started looking at that. I'm like, okay, so it skews towards women. But what caused me to pause is that it wasn't higher, right? So those numbers are not that 42 and, or mm-hmm. yeah, 42 and 58, not that far apart. No. And, and I just want to like rest on that for just a quick second because it does mean that there are quite a few men who are uncomfortable talking about sex and marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, so if that's your dynamic, it's out there. It's happening. That is a normal, right? And we have to be in place of this because this, again, is one of those areas where, you know, some of the reasons you guys gave for, for being uncomfortable. Um, my spouse is sensitive to talking about this topic. Um, there have been past traumas. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I, I just don't know how to bring it up. My spouse thinks that sex is disgusting. Mm. I've been hearing that a lot lately. There's mm-hmm. something going on or messaging that's coming out that sex is this disgusting act. We may have to actually dig into that on a, okay. on a separate show. Yep. Um, past unfaithfulness. Yeah. Cultural or religious taboos around talking about sex. Fear of rejection. I mean, guys, these are big reasons that a- as a family, we're not talking about this one area that really needs attention. Because if you look at all of those and, and they're not addressed in marriage, it's not just going to be your sexual intimacy that's impacted. It's going to be everything. Mm-hmm. Because once you stop talking about one area or you don't develop the skills to talk about one area, it can easily spill over into disconnect in other areas. It can spill over into feeling like, you know what, we just, we just don't talk. And we hear that from couples that have been like, well, we do, there's just nothing really we talk about. And we can't grow any area of our marriage if we don't talk about it and take action on it. That's right. Like if you don't give an area of your marriage attention, it will wither and die. And maybe you think I'm being too dramatic, but we've been doing this for a long time and I've been coaching for a long time and I will tell you, I'm not being dramatic. I'm being real. Mm-hmm. And, and that's super important. And we've got to we've got to get those conversations started. We've got to break down the stigma about talking about sex. And yes, when we started the show in January of 2010, and we put in the tagline, "Sex, Love, and Commitment," was that the original tagline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was the original tagline. Um, and you know, Tony starts every show with "We're scheduling sex," takes the guesswork out of get some, getting some. Um, you got to know that you're going to get sexual conversations here. Like we're known for that. Why? Because there is such a desperate need. There's such a desperate need to be able to say, you know what? I don't know how to bring this up, but Tony and Elisa did. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I don't know how to ask my wife this, but Tony shared how he asked Elisa or Elisa did this for Tony because It's not enough, you guys, for us to just browse Cosmo magazine when we're standing in the grocery store, hoping to get some words of wisdom from, you know, the the 32 seconds that we're waiting to put our groceries on the conveyor belt. And we can't just hope and pray that our love life is going to look like whatever we see on on a movie set. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's a whole bunch of people making that happen. And we can't just be couples that joke about this with our buddies or our girlfriends. We actually have to step into this place of transparency to say, hold on. 
the one family does things differently. Hmm. And so, you know, some of you have been listening to the show for the last little bit here and you're like, okay, wait a minute. I know the area, the one area that I'm going to bring up this week. And you know it because you're thinking about it and it actually kind of has your stomach in knots or as Tony would often do, your palms are sweaty because you're just like, okay, um, can I do this? You can because you know what? You're going to get out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And that, that right there is the place where you get to make that determination. Like when my hands get sweaty and, and I got, and I got my, my hands moving, trying to cool them off, I know I'm in that place. I'm in that place where I can go, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop myself from saying that, or I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to, and I'm going to take a, a bold step. And sometimes that bold step could be an inch. Sometimes it can feel like it's a hundred, a hundred yards. And yet I want to encourage you. If that is coming up right now for you, write down that question, mm-hmm. write it down, voice message it somewhere so you don't forget it and be bold to, to step out, go on a walk and talk mm-hmm. and take that moment to share with your spouse and don't, don't do the, Hey, we have to talk. Oh, please don't. Don't do that one. Please Cause that, that'll freak your, that will freak your spouse out. And we're talking about sex. So this is something that's joyful. You know, we want, we want it to be joyful and memorable and, and passionate and romantic. And yet taking that, that step to get out of your comfort zone, you got it. You got to do it. You have to do it because nobody else is going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking about all of the reasons why that you guys shared with us on, on why you're not having these conversations. And you know, a big part of communication is acknowledging the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. So if the reason why you haven't brought something up, if the reason why you haven't talked about initiating or how you want to be romanced or, you know, you want to use lubes or, or whatever it is, if a bit, if the reason you haven't done it is because of any of those reasons or more that, you know, cause I can't list, you know, the all hundred reasons that we've gotten on why couples aren't discussing sex or are uncomfortable with it then then acknowledge that. Put the elephant smack dab on the table mm. and say, here's why I haven't brought this up. And I love you enough that I'm not going to live in a place of fear that we're not going to address this elephant. All right, so here's the question I have for you. Mm-hmm. For the spouse who, has, who wants to talk about it and yet their spouse is the one who's closed down. Mm-hmm. How would you approach that situation because they are ready to jump out. They're ready to get out of that comfort zone. And yet their spouse is, their spouse is shut down. Their spouse is the one who goes, sex is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would, and we've seen these and it, it, it breaks my heart that, you know, sex is disgusting. And if I didn't have to do it, I'd never do it again. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that comes from both, by the way, male and female. And, and so... For that person who's going like Tony and Lisa, I so want to do that. And yet I know if I do, my spouse is just going to say, it's disgusting and I don't want to do anything. A big part of this is knowing how to share information with your spouse. Mm-hmm. One of the most successful things that I've seen in coaching couples um, and couples that, you know, have been in the five day intimacy lifestyle and couples that, you know, are in the one platinum community all over position, the month club is that sometimes the most powerful thing that you can do is write down your thoughts and feelings and actually share that in a letter with your spouse. Because sometimes 
and, and Tony's talked about this, you know, that when we sit down across the table from each other and we're going to have a conversation that I apparently get my mom eye on, which I often see in pictures from conference. And, you know, it's the whole like, you're going to say what to me face? Um, or I shut down. Like that has happened for real in our marriage, you guys. Mm-hmm. And yet when I get something written from Tony, when it, ha- it like not, not typed and printed, but in his handwriting, then I'm going to sit and absorb that because you have the, the time and space when you actually write out your feelings for you to really think about what is it that I want to say? How do I want to convey my love? Mm. And that was the one thing that came out in a lot of those responses is I love my spouse and I don't know how to do this. Mm. I want to have this with my spouse and I don't know. And so to take that time where you really sit down and you, you, first of all, you get in touch with yourself. What do you want your spouse to know about how you feel about them and and about this particular area of your marriage? And and then you have the ability to craft that instead of getting into the conversation. You're like, oh, oh, shoot. Like they're going, the walls are going up and and you start grasping for straws and you start talking fast. And then you like, you like word vomit all over them. And they're like, I'm done. I'm out of here too much. You can actually write down those thoughts, give it to them and say, I'd like to have a conversation with you where we can both just talk about what's in here and, and, you know, schedule it. Good grief. We're intentional about everything in the one family schedule. It. But here's the thing. If this is a place to that you two keep stumbling on, it might be time for coaching mm. in your marriage. It might be time to bring in somebody else to say, okay, you know, we need help in this area because we can't do it by ourselves, because we have been bumping up against this wall for years. Some of you have been bumping up against this wall in your sexual intimacy for decades. Like we know that there are couples that have struggled with sexual intimacy for 20, 30, 40 years. We hear it, you guys. That's why there's got to be breakthrough. That's why getting out of the comfort zone, that's why keep trying matters. Because it's not just a one, sexual intimacy or any of the other, any of the intimacies as we're talking in this comfort zone series, we have to get away from the mindset that it's a one and done conversation. That if I talked about it on my wedding night or on my honeymoon, I don't need to talk about it for the next 50 years. No, 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 no. You are a growing, changing human being. Your spouse is a growing, changing human being, which means we need to keep having growing, changing conversations. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, we have to get into this place that extraordinary requires us to be involved. The extraordinary doesn't happen if you're just going along with the status quo. Yeah, and I want to I want to share with you guys if if you're ready for it, if you're ready to to up your sexual intimacy, Elisa and I are going to ask that you join us for the next five day intimacy challenge because Absolutely. now's the time because we are going to dive into this for an entire week. And we're going to share how you can start to like look at your sexual intimacy from different ways and, and, and prompt you and help you to ask some of those questions. So you don't want to miss it. Go to fivedayintimacychallenge.com and register today. We hope that you got a ton out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Really, when it comes to our sexual intimacy, you got to be thinking, where am I stuck? Where am I sitting in my comfort zone? And where am I going to step out of it? So make sure you think about that this week. And then you have to take action and convey that to your spouse. Do it. You got this. Next week, 
Join us as we continue our, our conversation, getting out of your comfort zone. We're going to talk about our spiritual intimacy. We'll see you next week. Have yourselves a fantastic one. Love you guys.